Shall we pray? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I want to say thank you for all that you have done. We worship you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory. Lord, you said in your word that you sent forth his word, and his word healed them and delivered them. You said the entrance of your word gives light and gives understanding to the simple. Lord, as we want to look, go into your word right now, give us understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Now last week we talked about uh, mercy time is God's time. You know, the question that when exactly is God's time? Psalm 102 verse 13 says, Thou shall arise and have mercy on Zion. That means if God does not Rise, there won't be mercy. And the Bible says in Psalm 16, verse 1, says, Arise, O Lord, and let the enemies be scattered. You see, when God rose on crisis in his mercy, the enemies scatter. There's no power or principality that can withstand the Almighty God. If God rises, that is why we need to bring ourselves together and allow God to rise on our behalf. You see, there is no calculation that can bring results. There is no strategy that can bring results. The only one that can bring results is the Almighty God. And when He rises on our behalf, things move. Even you, the way it will move, you will be so shocked that ah, God. Why? Because when God rises. He rises in his majesty. He rises in his glory. The Bible says God came down. The whole place was full of smoke. And the priest could not minister. No permission because God has taken over. When God rises, it simply means he takes over. God will rise for somebody here today in the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, the Satan has come. So that was last week. Mercy time is God's time. But today, we want to look at the new mercy. The new mercy. Turn with me quickly to the book of Lamentation, chapter 3, verse, verse 22 to 23. The new mercy. So many, some people they believe that ah, I don't think God can forgive me, and they don't know that God Almighty can never run out of mercy. His mercy is always new every morning. There's a song that says, "The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases." Chapter 3, verse 22. 
He said, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. That means, if not for God's mercy, we will not be what? Consumed. Sir, let me tell you the truth. Even unbelievers that are, that are still out of God, they have not come to the faith. It is still God's mercy that is still keeping them alive. Yes, sir. Let me show you something. Let us quickly go to the book of Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 14. Acts 14. Verse 16 to 17. When in the time past, suffered all nations to walk in their own ways. Who in the time past, suffered all nations to walk in their own ways? Nevertheless, Nevertheless he lived not himself without yes. repentance. Yes, sir. In that he that means those who have not come out of faith, God Almighty gave them food and gladness. You see that? They didn't deserve it. But still, God gave it to them. Because a day shall come. If God had given me before I gave me to Christ, would I would be here preaching the gospel. <laughs> that means it is by His mercy that He has kept us even while we were in sin. He kept us because he wanted us to be saved. He knew that a day shall come, so many of us will stand for him. So if he had released his fire, his thunder to consume us, to clear us, sir, do you know that the devil is walking tirelessly against God's people? It was not only God's people. Those people that have their destiny that he has maneuvered their destiny is working there to do or to destroy them completely. But it is of the Lord's mercy. Let somebody shout hallelujah! Hallelujah! You see, it is the mercy of God that has actually preserved us. It is not by our wisdom that we have been preserved or by our intellect that we have been preserved or because we know too much that we have been preserved or because uh, we read Bible and we have been preserved. It is by God's mercy. There are so many people that they read the Bible more than you were there today. Mercy! Look at Because his compassions Fail not. Lamentation 3.22 His mercy did not allow us to be consumed and his compassion is always standing. God does not fail and his compassion never fails to. So if God has compassion in the man, Luke 7, the Bible says they were bringing in a son to be buried of a widow. That was the only son. He died. Untimely. The woman was weeping, the widow, the widow had no husband anymore. She, she, she was weeping and the whole city was with her. And the Bible says when Jesus saw her and the people, she, he had compassion. 
on there. And say, woman, weep not. I, I pray for somebody here. In any area that you have been weeping silently, I say in the name of Jesus, weep not in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, there are so many things that many of us we have been weeping on silently. We don't know who to die. But thank God that Jesus is here to attend to our personal needs. Verse 23. He said, They are new every morning. Great is their faithfulness. God's message are new every morning. God's mercy are new every day. Every morning you 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 wake up like this. It's me will never run out of mercy to worship. See, ah, that's to tell you that the mercy of yesterday is not enough for today. There are enough mercy. No, see, ah, I've got, I've received mercy yesterday. I received mercy yesterday. I've asked God, Lord, show me mercy. Lord, be merciful to me. No. Let me quickly point out this. It's not the mercy that we are asking God that God, ah, I'm always, I'm a, no, in, in back then, you know, in Chicago. Every time that all this mama, even here, I have to correct one old mama that, like that the other time. Every time they want to say, we miserable sinners, we miserable sinners. Every day, they are every week. Every Sunday, every Sunday, every time they are privileged to preach the word of God or to plead prayer, they will say, we miserable sinners. And say, ah, Jesus has redeemed us from the power of sin. We are no longer miserable sinners anymore. We are the saints of God. The Bible says, he that knew no sin was made sin so that we can become God's righteousness. So in other words, we are no longer sinners. We are the righteousness of God. So the mercy we are asking of right now is not the mercy that God had ah, yesterday, sin, today, sin. It's not the mercy of sin conscious. It's the mercy that Lord, I am your son. Let your mercy speak for me. He says it's not of him that will it, not of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. You see. Is this showing that mercy today? Yes, so the, what we are talking about this, this day is not about saying, Lord, I've received mercy last week. I don't need the mercy of today. Ah, it is every day. Load yourself with God's mercy. He said, Lord, as I'm going out today, have mercy on me. As I'm going out today, let your mercy speak for me. The mercy is new every day. You just like we as believers, the need for us to renew our mind daily. That is also we can also receive this mercy daily. Always be conscious of God's mercy. Everything you have received is not because you have qualified for it, but God handed it over to you. Somebody can call you from nowhere and say, Man of God, send me your account number. You were not qualified for it, but he gave it to you. 
one of my son. Call me. Yeah, that's okay. I, you have forgot. You have forgotten. Yeah, I'm not forgotten you. In fact, I pray for you every time. He said, eh. he said, uh, you, is it, is it that you, the one that you say you always speak in tongues? I said, no, this one. And you know, the spirit knew that a day like this will come. I purposely, and before that time, I pray for him. I purposely mention his name in prayers. I was just praying, you know, because I know him very well. I was just praying some special prayer for him. You know, he didn't know that I was praying for him. He just come and say, ah, he'll pray and say, ah, I'll be praying for him. You know, it's not because I pray for him. Whether I pray for him, I do not pray for him. That which God wanted to use him to do this thing. The next thing he said, send me your account number. Ah! I think I feel, I said, Lord, you are so amazing. I was, I was even expecting small, a token. Even though it was a token, but it's what, it's, it, it, it beat my imagination. I wasn't expecting it from him. You see, the message is working for me. And I know someone of of us here, you all might not be in physical cash, you all might be in contracts. People connected to you. Why only you that they are coming and saying, please come and help us in this area? There are other people here, it is the mercy of God that's working for you. Why would they come to your own shop? Why do you not press other things off? And they still come to your shop. He said, this is the price I'm selling. And they say, bring selling for me. It is the mercy of God. It's the mercy of God that brings customers. It's the mercy of God that brings favor. It's the mercy of God that brings contract. It's the mercy of God that brings good things to man. Mercy. Somebody shout hallelujah. As you are thanking him every day, keep on asking him for mercy because his mercies are new every day. Yes, sir. How many is blessed already? I am. Yeah, Glory blessed. to Jesus. Yeah. Ah. God is a merciful God and his desire is to always show us mercy. Mercy cannot be bought. If it can be bought, it's no longer mercy. It is called favor to favor. Show me and let me show you. I want to tell you some seven facts, or let me call the seven truths about mercy. Number one, it's taken from the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. The book of Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 4. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. If you are there, you can quickly read it for us. The book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. I read, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Number one is that God cannot run, run out of mercy towards you. You see some sinners, not only you, everybody in this world. It's understand they will say, ah, I don't think that God can forgive me anymore. I've done terrible things. I've done sinful things. God cannot forgive me anymore. God cannot run out of mercy towards you. One day somebody told me. You know, the person just got married, and then 
because of her past. She was expecting to to give birth, you know, to uh, to conceive, to be pregnant, but she was not. And she told me, say, maybe because of her past, that she had abortion in the past. That is why God Almighty is punishing her for not giving her, making her to conceive. I said, no, that's not it. God has forgiven you. His mercy was released that day. You said, Lord, I'm sorry. That is not that. They want you to think that the, the reason why you are having a, 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 a back, what's it called, what's it called now? Uh, uh, you are going backwards in life is because of your past errors. Error is a lie. The day you ask God that God, I'm sorry for this mistake, have mercy. That day, God actually forgave you. Yes, sir. So God cannot run out of mercy towards you. Number two, in the same Ephesians 2, verse 4. God is rich in mercy. Sir, if they say that that man is rich, what does it mean? That man is rich. He has money. Say, ah, uh, who can tell me the name of, uh, let's say, let me use, I don't want to be using all this. Uh, this uh, Baba Dewey is rich. Oyedepo is rich. Kenekopna is rich. Those are the people that I look forward to. I do not look forward to all these uh, worldly people. And I know they are real. I don't know how they got their uh, their white. Uh-huh. So I can only tell about the people that I'm so certain of. If they say they are rich, that means they are not lacking. They are living fine. They have more than enough. They give people. And the Bible says God is rich in mercy. That means there's no amount of withdrawal of mercy that you take from God that God can run out. Don't say that ah, the mercy that I've asked God is too much. God is not complaining. Let him complain and say, my daughter, stop asking me for mercy. Have you ever seen anyone that God God cautioned and said, my son, my daughter, stop asking me for mercy? I've never seen he can tell you, my son and my daughter, stop fasting. You are fasting now. He can tell you that I uh, change that church. But he will never tell you to stop asking him for mercy. Because he's the God of mercy. Every day, daily, take more of his mercy. Baba Deboe said that he prays that prayer every time the hands upon him, even his prayer devotion. He said, when the was with his children, what was the prayer? He said, Father, don't let me sin against you. You see that? In other words, he was saying, Lord, show me your mercy, not Larry else. Because the reason why they are standing, not because they know how to preach. There are so many people that know how to preach better than them, but they are not where they are. It is God's mercy that has sustained them thus far. Not because they got, they got it. Let me tell you the truth. Know it today. And know it. If there be 100,000 folks in here, 
Well, 10,000 people are sick. If God wants to eat the whole 10,000, we eat the whole 10,000. If God wants to eat just one, no matter how the man of God pray and sweat, if it is only one that God wants to eat, there's nothing they can do about it. I was, I was listening to a, pop, pop, a, a popular man of God today. He said, and uh, that person, they called him that he was sick. He went to pray for him. After prayer, they called him that he, the man died. A popular man of God. What does that mean? It means if God has no mercy on them, there's no prayer that they will pray that they will come to pass. The Bible says in Acts 19, it says God performs signs and wonders through the hands of God. It's not God that was doing it. It's God that was shooting his hand. If there be no God, then the hands of God will be useless. So that was, it has been the mercy of God that has kept them thus far. God was using them to do signs and wonders for him. Not because they are so smart, not because they are so intelligent, not because they know the world, not because they are, I'd say, I'm a man of faith. Oh, if God is not in it, everything is what? Useless. Glory to God. Fact, truth number three. I don't want to use the word fact. Truth number three. God wants us to be merciful unto others. Many of us we are asking God, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. But we refuse to show mercy upon the others. Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. He said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If you want to receive mercy, show mercy to other people. Let them know, show them mercy. Anywhere, anywhere. Don't stop. You are asking God for mercy. God is showing you mercy, but you refuse to show others mercy. Let us go to Matthew chapter 18. Glory to God. Our God is good all the time, and all the time is good. Matthew chapter 18, I will start reading from verse 24. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down, and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me. And now we pay the all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. That means he cancelled his debt. I pray for somebody here that is owing. The Lord shall cancel your debt now in the name of Jesus. Nobody is receiving it. Hallelujah. Lord, if there be no one to receive it, Father, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Okay. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants which owed him an hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me thou thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, 
have patience with me, and I'll pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and came and told them to their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had caught him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgive thee all the debts, because thou desirest me. Should I not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I, I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. This man received mercy. When it's time for him to also show mercy to other people, he refused. And the mercy that he has received, he lost it. That is the way so many people are losing their blessing today. God has shown them mercy and he has blessed them in a certain way. And when it's time for them to be of, of, of blessing to other people, they say, ah, you did this to me, I must revenge. And they did and said, oh, the one that I have given unto you, the Lord will just withdraw it. Can you see that? So if you show mercy to other people, you always receive mercy. Number four, sow the seed of mercy. Matthew 6, verse 7, says, God shall not be mocked. Whatsoever a man sow, so shall he reap. If you sow unto wickedness, you will reap unto wickedness. If you sow unto righteousness, you will reap unto righteousness. You see, if you are sowing the seed of mercy every day, you will definitely receive mercy. Praise God. How many remember the story of Nathan uh, and David with uh, Uriah and his wife? It's a popular Bible story. That is telling us of how David hijacked Uriah's wife. And God was angry with him. And God sent prophet Nathan to David and said, and he gave him a proverb. He said, Man of God, he said, King, something terrible has happened in your kingdom. He said, Let me know. Like I can deal with the person that did that. He said, There came a visitor. To meet a certain rich man. The man was very worthy. But when he wanted to do celebration, a feast for this visitor, instead of using a lot of the things that he had in his care, he went to pick a lamb from a poor man, and that lamb was the only thing that he had. And the king said, do you mean that this thing happened in my kingdom? That person must be judged. Bring that person. That person must die, that's what he said. And Nathan said, you are the man. Ah! Immediately, it was like, what? I'm going to say, Lord have mercy. Do you know what God said? God told him, I said, God said you will not die because the punishment that he has given himself because of that judgment that he gave, it was the one that judged himself. But God showed mercy and said you will not die, but things will be for you. 
He didn't die. Even though he deserved to die. But still, he did not die. Still God's mercy. David refused to show mercy. And because of that, he didn't reap mercy. Truth number five. Mercy opens doors to forgiveness. Matthew 18:26. The Bible says, and the man, the creditor, had compassion on him and he forgave him all his debt. You see, mercy opened door to forgiveness. And then, not only that, sinners are saved by God's mercy. That is fact number six. Sinners are saved by God's mercy. The reason why we are now believers today is for God's mercy. Even though by God's mercy, many of us will not have been saved today. But because of his mercy, God Almighty qualified us and he saved us and he brought us to his kingdom. Many of us deserve to die even before we meet the Lord. But God still saved us. In the book of Jonah chapter 4 verse 2, there was a story there. When Jonah went to preach in the land of Nineveh and the whole city turned back to God, they were crying unto God for mercy. God have mercy on us. We have done wicked things. Lord, forgive us. But they were asking God to forgive them. Do you know what happened? The Lord looked down on them and he forgave them of all their sins and wiped away all their sins. And when he did that, Jonah was angry. You know, Many of us that be so happy that we went to a particular city and we preached there and the whole city came back to God. But you know I was angry. Because he said he knew that God was full of compassion. He would not have killed them. Why did God allow him to waste his time? But the reason why God chose to forgive them is because they turned to him. They ask him for mercy and he releases mercy because that is the only way by which sinners can be saved. Without mercy, there won't be salvation. It was mercy that made God to send his only begotten son to die for the whole world. He look at the whole world and say, what a mess. Ah, I, I love these people. I don't want them to die. Son, go to them, die for them, and then deliver them. As men that come to you, they too shall be, shall be saved. The last point here is mercy brings about restoration. Turn with me quickly to the book of Joel. Joel chapter 2. If not for mercy, there will never be restoration of any kind. Joel chapter 2. If you are there, you can read from verse 18. Please read for us, man. Joel chapter 2, verse 18 to 32. Joel chapter 2, verse 18 
Sir, yes, ma'am. Listen, yes, ma'am. The Lord will have pity. We pity his people. What does that? God will show mercy. And that which they have lost. God is saying, Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil, and ye shall be satisfied therewith. And declare, declare to you as the oracle of God this very day that the Lord will send thee corn, the Lord will send you wine, the Lord will send you oil, and you shall be satisfied in the name of Jesus. Restoration came to them because God pitied them. That with their lost came back to them because God had mercy upon them. And he said, he went further. He said, but I will, okay, let me say, and I will no more make you a reproach among the hidden. What does that mean? You have been mocked. People have mocked you so badly. They have mocked you so time. He said, is this place where you're supposed to be? Why are you in darkness? Come out, my friend. Come out. Look for another person to marry. Look for what better thing to do. See, if God could just open our eyes to see people that are mocking us, many of us will not come to church again. There are mockers in the house that you are living. He said, look at this one. Every day, every day, you'll be carrying speaker. They are talking about apostle. If you can't speak up and down, you'll be preaching, preaching, preaching. I bet. Go and look for something better to do. They are the mockers. But God is saying he will silence them forever. God will do a miracle for somebody and receive this Lord. That will silence all your mockers in the name of Jesus. Those that have mocked in the past, they will start coming to you and say, ah, ah, come and show us the way. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. But we remove far off from you the non-army and we drive him into a land barren and desolate, which is faced toward the east sea and is in that path toward the utmost sea. And his thing shall come up, and his ill sabor shall come up, because he has done great things. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. I'm speaking to somebody here. God is saying, fear not, that he will do great things, and you shall rejoice in the name of Jesus. Who is that fellow that God is speaking to this, uh, at this day? That who is that man that God is speaking to this day? He says, you fear not, that he will do a great thing that will, that will make you rejoice and be glad in the name of Jesus. Be not afraid, yet be of the field. For the pastor of the wilderness do spring. For the tree bearing their fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the fat shall overflow with wine and oil, and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. The cattle 
and the caterpillar and the flower my great army, which I send among you, and ye shall eat in plenty. Who is that fellow? I am the one Lord. And be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. God is saying to you today, no matter what you are going through, He said He will do great things that you will make Him make it to praise His wondrous work, and you shall never be put to shame. Ha, ah, glory to Jesus. And yet shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed, and it shall come to pass. Afterward, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids, in those days will I pour out my spirit, and I will see wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. Then the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whatsoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mosiah and Jerusalem shall be deliverance as the Lord has said and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. That means only spirit is part the gift of the spirit is part of the restoration that God has promised us. So mercy brought about the God gift and that's why you don't joke with God's mercy. You receive it every day. You shower yourself with mercy before you go out. You are loaded with mercy before you go out because when you step out, you are enjoying God's mercy. For us to get the best in this life, we all need the mercy of God. And this cannot be bought but received from God Almighty who has made it available. People of God, the mercy of God is available right now. If you are willing to receive God's mercy, kindly stand to your feet right now. Today marks the conclusion of our series on the mercy of God. And uh, we believe that with all the revelation that God has given unto us, we have learned one of great things in there. So I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. This week, mercy shall speak for you in the name of Jesus. Wherever you go, anywhere you turn to, you will enjoy God's mercy in the name of Jesus. Every power that is withstanding you, that is coming against you, every power that is tormenting you, the mercy of God shall scatter death in the name of Jesus. The Lord shall rise for you, and all your enemies shall be scattered in the name Jesus, mercy shall deliver that thing into your hands. Mercy shall deliver that appointment into your hands. Mercy shall deliver that good day to your hands. Mercy shall deliver that condition to your hands. Mercy shall deliver that good contract to your hands. In the name of Jesus, mercy shall make you the most preferred. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. If you have not given your life to Christ Jesus, the best thing to do is now invite Jesus to your life and make him the Lord of your life. Jesus is Lord.